And the woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. And he told her, go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Hmm. Now, I thought Jesus was super shady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm, got way clap back. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, because like, <laughs> Jesus is, he's what I call a very, he's a soft gangster. Like he has his moments of being soft, but he a G with it. He'll tell you what it is. Yes, he like, really is. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's funny because overall, he's not just saying like, oh, just drink from, you know, follow me and you'll be all right. Yeah. What he's saying to this woman and what I really took to heart was how he's like, yeah, you have five husbands and you're with the other one, but you know, they're really not married to you. And I thought, oh my gosh, that was me because this woman, what he's basically telling her is your identity is on all the men you try to be with. You're trying to find your worth your identity through all these men, but yet you still are thirsty. Mm-hmm. You still don't have value. You're listening to Balance Her. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. When my soul is in a dump, I rehearse everything I know of you, from Jordan Depths to Herman Heights, including Mount Mazar. Welcome back, Women with Balance, to Balance Her. I'm LaShondra. This is Alexis. And I'm Ren. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Today, we are coming from the book of John, chapter Heavenly Father, I just thank you right now, Father God, for this time of fellowship, the time to speak with other ladies, Father God, about your word and understanding your word, Father God. I pray that whoever is listening receives something from these episodes, Father God, that they are encouraged and that most importantly, they learn more about you. And Father God, anyone that needs to be saved who is not saved, God, I pray that you soften their heart and that you send someone to them that can get them in the right direction and that direction is towards you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. The story uh, in John 4, verses 4, chapter 4, verses 1 through, well, pretty much the whole chapter. Um, Now, this is, in my Bible, says Jesus talks with a Samaritan woman. And when I originally read this, you know, Jesus is doing his thing. He's out saving the world. uh, He normally does, you know. And, you know, he takes a break at this well. And I when I first read this, I was like, okay, Jesus talks to a woman. She doesn't know who he is. Cool. He's the water of life. Got you. She moves on, right? However, um, just like God does all the time, he will convict you of things that pertain to you. So this story is very personal for me. And I want to highlight uh, the verses where, well, in verse 13 through 18, Um, It says, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. 
And the woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. And he told her, go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Hmm. Now I thought Jesus was super shady. <laughs> I was like, hmm, got wet. He clapped well. back. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, because like, <laughs> Jesus is, he's what I call a very, he's a soft gangster. Like, he has his moments of being soft, but he agree with it. He'll tell you what it is. Yes, he, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's funny because overall, he's not just saying like, oh, just drink from, you know, follow me and you'll be all right. Yeah. What he's saying to this woman and what I really took to heart was how he's like, yeah, you have five husbands and you're with the other one, but you know, they're really not married to you. And I thought, oh my gosh, that was me because this woman, what he's basically telling her is your identity is on all the men you try to be with. You're trying to find your worth, your identity through all these men, but yet you still are thirsty. Mm-hmm. You still don't have value. So basically, Jesus being slightly shady, but ever so loving, (laughs) get to know me, follow me, because when you get to know me, your heavenly father, you're going to realize one, you're worse, and two, you're also going to realize how to know when I'm going to send you your man. Like she went through six, at, at least at this point in her life, she had six husbands. So... It convicted me because I said, oh my gosh, I personally have had six husbands, but how many times have we been trying to entertain dudes that, you know, aren't really good for us or are my identity, I could speak for myself, my identity was in wrapped up in a relationship. I idolized the person as if that was my God. Mm -hmm. And when it came crashing down, I said, where I didn't have any worth left in me, which Clearly, I wasn't following Jesus at the time. And now that I have followed him, my worth is so much different now. It's just, it's just amazing. So pretty much for any woman who's struggling and trying to find her worth in a man or relationship, I'm speaking from experience. Literally, Jesus has to be your main man. Like, literally. Uh, because with him and you hear his voice, I have been able to discern just, you know, people just just aren't right for you or they're not on the same page. And that's okay because even if someone's not on the right page or the same page as you, does not necessarily mean your worth is less than. It's just different. And, you know, I'll pose a question, you know, has there anything, not just so much men, but has there anything that you had in your life that you idolized before Jesus. And then you're like, when it left, you're like, ugh, that hurt. <laughs> um, I can, I, two, two times actually, and what's so bad is I'm in com- feeling convicted right now at this very second. I know that God, cause he literally just said, mm-hmm, that's exactly what you're doing with your family, idolizing them. See, look how God be doing. <laughs> and he be working. <laughs> okay, God. 
Ugh, he always no, this is my conviction, okay? <laughs> he always in our business. Say <laughs> much, Jesus. All right. <laughs> that is one time. And then in the past, it would be the same thing that you did. It was definitely a man. I was like, he was my ends all be all. Like, y'all, I am literally to this day embarrassed to say that I chased this man not chased as far as I'm not talking about like you calling this I physically chased this man down the street leaving my house with another woman while I was six months pregnant with his child wow running behind the car like I cannot believe you leaving me right now and I'm having your firstborn son like that I bust his windows out his car. I played tic-tac-toe with his car, literally. I took a knife and threw a tic-tac-toe and played tic-tac-toe. I was about to say how you do that. (laughs) Took a brick and threw the brick through the front window, y'all. Y'all know that front window costs, right? I told, he never recovered that car. I totaled that car by hand with my hand. Wow. That's how mad and angry was I was with him. So you talking about a woman scorning can go crazy. Oh, I know crazy. I was crazy. <laughs> like I and and looking back, it's like you did that for a man, like another man. Like I still to this day is like Shonda. What the heck is what? What was wrong with you? Like. Who does that? And I and and but it also made me realize I I was like after him I said I would never be that way again and I never was like he he took me to the lowest of levels to where I was like no way I can ever put myself in a position to love somebody else more than I love myself and more than I love God because that's how much I love that man. I know what it means to run behind a man and not focus on God and how they will take you out your character because you're so focused on them. Like, that isn't even who I am. People that know me today be like, girl, no, you did not. Yes, yes. I did. I really that's, did. <laughs> that's the thing, too. When, when you're around someone who doesn't love you right, right? It's not godly love because God, if, 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 when you're with, with, with Jesus and you have a relationship with him, He's not going to have any, he's not going to send you somebody you got to chase, curse out. I mean, I think about my past and um, the, the things I've done, um, literally face to face with the with the other woman. And I'm like, oh my gosh, just the thought of getting that worked up again, it like, I can't like, and, and who knows if this woman was with six husbands, I know at some point she had her crazy moment. She had, I mean, Lewis, we had to. And it's just, and I love it because he's saying to her, whatever it is that you love, and in this case, it's men, um, that's, that's not, that's not going to do you well in the long run. And it's true, whatever it is, because people are going to fail us. People are going to, you know, disappoint, mistreat us. But the one thing, one thing I will know, it's drinking the water of Jesus is, uh, baby, Hmm. you will know the difference between real love and if whether you chasing insecurity or whatever it is you're chasing but yeah (laughs) 
I think for me, um, thinking about the question you asked, my thing would be guys, of course, too. Just doing things that I normally would not even do. Um, I, I mean, I had my moments. I, I probably didn't have any crazy moments, but I just did things that I knew that I didn't want to do sometimes just because I was in a relationship and I'm like, okay, well, this is what they want to do. So I'm just going along with the flow of things because I feel like this is going to make me happy. Not even thinking about my own self-worth or who God had already told me that um, I am. And just from like growing up in church, like I already knew things weren't right or things that I should not have been engaged, should not have been doing or engaging in that I did anyway. Um, but one thing that really stood out about for me in this story was the word thirst and how it's used in culture now. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thirsty, mm -hmm. like, and it's, it's always talking about guys. And I'm just like, you, they don't even know they got this term from the Bible, John four, like they really need to be giving God credit for this because the term thirst came from the Bible and Jesus is the only one who can quench out thirst. But I'm like, yes, I need Lord. to go back to the Bible. <laughs> And give God credit for that. But just knowing that once you realize, like, change your focus and realize that God is the only one, it's not even about, oh, I'm, I think about being thirsty when I'm dehydrated and I need water. Like, that's a physical thirst. But to know that God feels you from the inside out. And so you don't have desire, you don't have, I mean, of course you may want a guy, but your outlook changes and you just have a different overall outlook and you, God has filled you up so much with his characteristics and things about him that your desires are different and you're looking at people differently. So to know that God fills you in such a way. I mean, she probably wasn't even thirsty after having an interaction with God. Like, I can't imagine having meeting Jesus somewhere outside where I'm. I'm thinking t today's time, like I'm getting water from Walmart or something, and Jesus is there in the store. I'm putting all my groceries back. Like, I'm going to just touch him because my needs have already been met. Like, I'm not going to need anything else because I just had an encounter with the Savior. Like, he has everything that I need at that moment. And so just knowing that we should always go to him so that he can fill us up from the inside out. And not just thinking about our physical needs, but our spiritual needs, mental as well. Yeah. And... I, one thing I do want to share is, so I get this asked a lot too, especially when I do coach. Um, people ask me, well, how did, how did you, you know, how do you do it, Alexis? How do you know, how did God change me? Because I mean, I was bad. I mean, you want to talk about, I almost keyed a car. I didn't because it was a nice car and my name was on it. So I, I almost went that route. <laughs> but, you know, I had a little bit of sense. Um, you know, for anyone out there who has been in multiple relationships, or maybe you've been in, like me, where I've been in a long one and idolized it, um, practically what Jesus has done for me uh, to fill me back up and to understand what love is through him is because he has provided ways for me. He's provided a way for me to leave my hometown. He's protected me the entire time. He's never left me without. He's given me a job. Um, I have food in my fridge. Um, I have peace. Yeah. Um, all those things he has shown me in my single season. So to basically tell me, hey, if anything is not met or is interrupted, 
that's not it. They're not the one. Mm-hmm. I think for anyone who's like scared of the single season or how can God really just do this for me? Because I have the same thoughts. I'm very practical. I need practicality in my life. God will show you through him how he protects you, provides, and gives you peace as him showing this is what love is supposed to feel like. Yeah. So when I send you somebody, or if you choose somebody wrong, and your your peace is disrupted, or you're stressed out, you can't sleep, your bills are back behind, or whatever, something has to change. Exactly. And there has to be a level of growth. Like, what I discussed, I did when I was 22 years old. Let's be clear. <laughs> like, this this is, thing happened last year. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is not something that you should be still doing. You know what I mean? Like, because I do know there's, like, for real grown women still doing this kind of stuff. Low self-esteem or not, don't let nobody take you to that level, to that point. Like, there needs to be growth um just not not even just in God's word just in maturity period like there's just certain things you just shouldn't be doing anymore and it reminds me of this because me and Jay started watching this reality show called Love After Lockup y'all <laughs> when I tell you I ain't never seen such desperate people in my life I just like <laughs> I'm just like seriously and not saying you're not supposed to speak or or um go out with a person who has a background my husband has a background that's not it why are you dating men in while they're currently in jail though what can he possibly do for you he's in jail furthermore when he gets out you really think that he's just gonna drop everything and just be with you his freedom has been taken away for years he hasn't been able to go anywhere he haven't been able to mess with no women you're just a number at this point and i just i i feel for for women when you get to that level of desperation that you are writing someone in jail and calling them your boyfriend or literally going and marrying them in jail a man you never met before not that you holding him down he went something happened you don't know the man like i it baffled me y'all like i said people are doing this you there and there's a prison pen pal site that's like (laughs) (laughs) like any woman out there please i beg you (laughs) Get in your word, get a relationship with Christ, find out who you are, because the minute that you are doing something like this, honey, you have sunk to the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. Like, you can't be more desperate. Do that. Like, (laughs) he really hurts. Like, he's like, baby, like, come. And that's the thing, too. This woman that in the in the story, she everybody knows that they that something ain't right. Because she went to the well when no one goes at that time. Yeah. Right. So I know a lot of us women, we know what we doing. We know yeah. we look crazy. Accept it and know, okay, something's got to change. change it. Yeah. Now, how can I change it? Once you realize and recognize that, how can I change it? Once You know, yeah. accept that. You know, I had to accept that. My prayer Honestly and truly, what got me out of that bad relationship, I remember praying to God and saying, 
God, it doesn't matter that other people think I'm crazy. I need you to make me realize I'm stupid and crazy. Literally, I prayed that. And he did. He, something happened afterwards that was so horrible that it was like, so you're going to go back to that. After what I just showed you, you're going to go back to that. And I needed that because it wasn't, it didn't matter that my friends were saying, girl, you just is stupid. What are you doing? Right. I didn't care about what they felt. I needed to feel it. I needed to feel that I had sunk to the lowest of level. Nobody could do that for me. So I had, I prayed and asked God for that. Cause I was like, clearly something's wrong on my end that it ain't registering to me that this is a problem. So help it register to me that this is stupidity and I need to stop. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. And I think that's something you, sometimes you, we quick to pray to God to open others' eyes of mm -hmm. understanding, but we got to pray and open our own eyes of understanding and ask him for us to see what we need to see in ourselves. Forget everybody else. What do I need to fix and what do I need to work on within me to make me better and make me a better person and make better decisions for my life because I know that I'm worthy of so much more than this. That's true. And it's just crazy because you think you think times are different. Like when I looked at this stuff, I'm thinking like nobody's doing crazy stuff like I used to do back then. That was crazy. That was like the 90s. They're not crazy like this anymore. Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> it's worse now because of social media and so not only are they doing it but they're posting it online and because they're posting it online that's available so there's potential employers that are seeing the information so you could be keeping yourself from getting a job now or yes. they could be running somebody's credit now like just using up credit cards it's just all kind of stuff and so I mean I think that's why it's important for us to sometimes take a step back and um just focus on yourself and help God helping you if your self-worth isn't there or you're not sure who you are I think Alexis gave a good job of giving practical steps of things that she did mm -hmm. to get to the point of where she is today to help somebody else Amen. And then, just like she did, once you get there, we're helper, helpers one to another. You share your story with somebody else to help them. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Reevaluate, take the steps to improve, you know, who you are and the situation you're in and to just value yourself. Maybe just sit down and write a list of all your great qualities because we're so used to focusing on what we feel we're missing or we don't do good at. Let's just take the time to just write down what we are good at and celebrate that and focus on the strengths in that area. Yeah, you can improve other areas too, but let that not be the focus um, of who you are. And so maybe when you pull out those values, it will allow you to see really and truly that man blessed to have me. See, we get it confused. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I'm a whole blessing. Okay. <laughs> I, I tell females all the time, when you get to that place in your self-worth, where you're like, baby, I give life. What do you bring? <laughs> yes. I give life. I love that. But yes. I walk around like that every day. I say, God gave me the parts and the ability to give life and still keep going. Yes. 
what can you bring besides sperm? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I can pick that up at the bank quiet as it's kept. <laughs> right? We got options. I got options. <laughs> And I think that's a great way to end this episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We hope that this episode has blessed you, helped you, got you a few laughs in in between as well. (laughs) And uh, Ren, if you can go on ahead and pray us out. Yes, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to discuss the Bible with others. God, let us all take a moment to self-reflect on things that we can do better to have characteristics that represent you and then to encourage somebody else along the way, God. We thank you for making us women, God, and to be carriers um, and to just be grateful for everything that you have given us in this season. And so, God, if there is someone that's struggling with identity issues or realizing who they are in you, just let them know that you have qualified them and that they are worthy of accepting love from others and they're worthy, they're queens. So, God, we thank you for this opportunity for bringing us together. We pray these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.